today on Laura Lynn and Friends. Once you get informed consent, everybody should have the right to choose whether they want a medical procedure done or not. But I've drawn the line with this shot. Nobody should be allowed to have this shot. It should be pulled off the shelves immediately. Welcome to the beginning of the last days, everybody. I am so excited to be here. And at the end of the show, I'm going to go over sort of my New Year's resolutions uh, slightly, you know, not my deep, intimate ones about how much, you know, um, how to change my diet and stuff like that. I know you don't care. and We don't care about all that stuff. <laughs> we're, we're facing way bigger crisis than that. Um, but I do want to tell you what my mentality is in order to survive 2024, because I have a feeling this is going to be a rip snorting year. Don't you have that feeling? I know a lot of you do because you're writing me and you're telling me that. I, I think they're going to try to scare us and we're going to push back on that. Okay. So I've got one of my favorite people. I've traveled and spoken with Dr. Kevin Stillwagon, and uh, we're going to bring him on the show because he loves to talk about um, the truth of everything. But first, can we go to the share? I want to let you know about Canada. And uh, Canadian government admits 48,780 excess deaths in 2022. That's a 17% increase in mortality, Okay. Uh, there are, is no evidence that COVID vaccines saved a single life, this is saying. Now, let me um, bring you down to this. So this came out, and I, I just, because we're going to be talking about health and, you know, all good things, um, I figure I'll just show this to you. This is how many people, so if you can see right here. Uh, so in 2019, 285,000 people died. 2020, pandemic, 308 thousand people died. Okay. Uh, in 2021, 311, even more than the pandemic year, even though we were like seeing a lot of, you know, you know, uh, did we have Omicron in 2021? I don't know when that came out, but you know, and are, are you seeing this stuff that it's all man-made that even Omicron, it has all of the, you know, the factors that symbolize and show that it was crafted in a, in a lab, even Omicron. It's not just a variant, it's something they're making. So when they're telling us to expect worse, oh, what are we gonna do? Okay, then in 2022, do you see this number here? 334,081 deaths. So 2022, COVID's going down. Now what they have, so, here, here, they, they break it down. Basically, malignant neoplasms, um, all the same. 82,000, that's only 2,000 more than 2019. Um, disease of the heart is a 57,357, where in 2020 it was 54. So, you know, not a, a huge difference. Now, COVID-19, apparently in 2022, more deaths from COVID-19, am I reading this right, JT, than in the pandemic year, which I'm sorry, but do y'all remember that in 2022, things were, you know, reducing, they're saying in Canada, we had more deaths in 2022, maybe more ventilators, maybe more bad health care, maybe more lies. That's how we have more deaths. Bunch of snakes. 
So the real difference is right down here. A lot of these things, like ah, 12,000, 12,000, 6,000, 6,000, this is Alzheimer's disease or diabetes, influenza, it breaks it all down. It's all kind of the same till you get to the bottom. Other ill-defined and unspecified causes of mortality. That is where you get to. Now, in 2019, unspecified was at 3,300. In 2020, 6,800 unspecified. We kind of know what you did though. But in 2022, do you see this? 2022, 16,043. Unspecified. We, oh, we just, we just don't know what's happening. We don't know what the problem is. A five-fold increase, you see, from, from, from 2019. So, all right. So, you know what? I love talking to Dr. Kevin Stillwagon. Let me tell you just a bit about him. He's so fun. And I have to say, one of the finest presenters of information, um, when we did uh, a tour, he came with us. I think we did 10 or 11 days. We almost killed him. Right? And ourselves. Uh, what were we thinking? I don't know. We've never done that again. We're sorry about that, Kevin. Um, thank you for, for putting up with us. So Dr. Kevin Stillwagon was raised in a chiropractic family and followed in his father's footsteps and became a chiropractor in 1980. He self-published a book in 1984 on medical freedom and the dangers of vaccines and has been a medical freedom fighter ever since. He became an airline pilot in 1987. What are you going to do for, for the next few years? Become a lawyer? I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, so he becomes a pilot. In early 2020, he saw signs that loss of freedom over COVID mandates could be worse than the virus and began to speak out at his airline employer, which forced him to retire because he refused to wear a face mask as part of his uniform. You know, if you can't breathe, do you want your pilots not being able to breathe? For goodness sakes, he continues to speak out at school board meetings and county commissioner meetings in various central Florida counties where he is. He remains an active part of uh, doing his part as a as a citizen and speaking out. So Dr. Kevin Stillwagon, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Thanks for being with us. Happy New Year to you too. And it's an honor to be your first guest of the year. I Yay. Really <laughs> yeah. What do, do you make New Year's resolutions or is that kind of... Not something you do. No, I don't. I don't do that, and I'm no. not. I'm not sure why. You know, I I, I live a, a pretty healthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. and you know, I already exercise almost every single day. My wife and I go for very long walks almost every day. Two hours we walk, fast wow. walk, power walk, and throw a little jogging in there. Uh, wow. Also, do you use and that time to uphill, talk and uphill stuff too. like that? <laughs> uphill, okay, yeah, yeah we do. both ways. Yeah, but, yeah, but do you talk yeah, we, and use we, that we, as kind of. Yeah, yeah, we do. We use it as a as a talking time mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, very nice. In fact, and I she think gets a little mad at me that. when I if, if I bring my phone, she gets a little angry because right. uh, you know she wants to <laughs> very nice. wants me to not get distracted by that. And you right. know, living in Florida, <clears throat> when I said uphill, it's on bridges. It's on bridges. We have to find oh, bridges. Okay, <laughs> it's quite flat so in Florida. The, yes. It is. It is. So, so what's yeah, the temperature we, we, down there today? Just to make us like jealous. 60, yeah, it's 65 degrees. It's not 
Oh, okay, so you're on the Gulf either. side. So that's not that hot right. or anything. Is it like the winter season no. down there too? Well, we, we get a little bit of a, a cold snap, but it, it never lasts very long. It, the temperature never stays below 50 uh, very long ever in Florida. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's really quite a place, actually. Like, it's just, um, you know, the air is free. You've got DeSantis down there. He really stood up for the people on, on many. He did. Yeah. He, abs he absolutely did, you know, and that brings up a very interesting point. You know, I'm all for freedom of choice. You know, once you get informed consent, everybody should have the right to choose whether they want a medical procedure done or not. But I've drawn the line with this shot. Nobody should be allowed to have this shot. It should be pulled off the shelves immediately. I mean, how many times have you gone to the grocery store and all of a sudden there's no lettuce? Why? Why is there no lettuce? because a few people got diarrhea for goodness sake. And now we've got a, a product that's going into people that is literally killing people. It is killing people. That's evident. Look at the excess death chart uh, that you just provided. All you got to do is put two and two together. And, you know, until proven otherwise, it's the shot. It's the shot that's doing this. So, you know, 16,000 more deaths, uh, Dr. Stillwagon, 16,000 yeah. in 2022. What rolled out in 2022? Well, I mean, the heavy-duty uh, shots, like you're talking about. Well, Other than that, what, what's really changed? Four, well, see, here's, here's the thing. Yeah, it's the, it's the booster shots that's, that's creating the ex excess mortality. I'm, I'm firmly convinced of that because it causes your immune system to overreact. And uh, that, that's a bad thing because your, your body literally will start to destroy normal cells. And that creates pathology. And unfortunately, a lot of these uh, conditions are going to be delayed. Uh, they're they're going to be uh, deaths that are three to five years from when you got these injections. It takes that long. And it's because of what it does to your vascular system and the, uh, the clumping of red blood cells, which is evident, there, there's no uh, debate over this at all. Uh, the vaccine manufacturers have admitted that, yeah, there's, there's some blood clotting issues with this stuff. So the problem is, uh, in order for your body to be healthy, you need to have fresh, fresh oxygenated and nutrient-filled blood going to all cells of your body all the time. And if that stops happening because of these little tiny uh, microclots or microclumping, uh, that's called ischemia because that, that tissue will start to uh, basically die. Uh, it, it doesn't get its proper oxygen and it can't get rid of waste products either. And it's a very slow process that happens. Uh, but if you study the, the, uh, the disease processes like I have and any doctor has really, if, if you really boil it right down, the first uh, stage in any long-term pathology, I'm talking chronic diseases uh, that show up in the body. One of the first stages is ischemia, which I just described. It's from the microclotting that these shots are causing. And um, so it's, it's a delayed thing. Before we get to the... Um... So some information that you want to present today. Uh, yeah. ha have you heard, like, they're already threatening more. Like, the um, 
Who was it? We just we just did a video. Uh, I think it's a, a WHO director or something, but basically basically yeah. threatening that that more is coming. Like, do these evil people, if they can still keep telling us that these shots are safe and effective, if they have done this to us, what they've done in so many levels, and Canada, I mean, became like a, an open air prison with the way that we were treated. It was traumatizing, many people traumatized. It could be part of those deaths because people took their lives because they were so upset about what happened. But um, yeah. do you think, what, what, what's your gut feeling like in this year? It's an election year for you guys down there. It could be an election right. year for us, but what, what do you see amping up? Well, They've, they've said that there's going to be another pandemic and uh, you got to take these people's word for it. I mean, they, they warned us uh, about the last one and they say another one's coming. So you, you got to take them for their word. And so they're going to ramp up the fear uh, just the way they did before. Uh, but the real danger, Laura Lynn, is not the pathogen. That's, that's not the danger. Even if it was a man-made pathogen, that is not the danger because we have built in God-given defenses against that. And I'll, I'll explain how that works. But the danger is injecting something into your body right through that defense mechanism. You're putting it right into your body. That's the danger. Yeah, and um, and and this is this is the problem because people still don't know the truth about what you're saying. Uh, no, no they matter, don't, they don't know the truth. They don't. Here's they're not, the thing. Still not talking about it. Here's and they have to be talking about it, and that's that's my job as an educator. You know, it's it's fun to sit down and look at all the numbers and say, oh my gosh, there's more. There's you know there's there's excess mortality now, but people need to understand where your defense mechanisms are in your body and how that works and why injecting something through that barrier, through that God-given natural protective layer is extremely dangerous. People have been brainwashed for decades thinking that injecting something into your body to create what's called an antibody is going to protect you from getting an illness. That's not how this works. I can tell you that antibodies are a powerful thing and they're a necessary part of your body's immune system, but it's only there to react to the infection. It does not protect you from the infection. It only reacts to it. But here's the key. The antibodies that react to the infection have to be perfect antibodies. They have to be able to react to all parts of the invader, whatever the invader is. If it's a bacteria or a virus or a toxin, whatever it is, they have to be able to recognize and react to all parts of it. The only way that you get that type of protection is by experiencing what's called a natural infection. A natural infection will come from the outside of you through that protective barrier that I talked about and gets on the inside of you. That is the definition of an infection. So 
again, you've got protective mechanisms built in that, that are going to protect that from happening. Even if it's a man-made virus or bioweapon or whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call this thing, it's got to get in you. How does it do that? Well, you either breathe it in or you swallow it and it gets stuck in what's called the mucosal layer. Now you've got natural built-in mechanisms right in that mucosa that will neutralize and make whatever this thing is, it will make it enable to get inside of you. It oxidizes it basically. Well, how does it do that? It's because your body naturally will make small amounts of hypochlorite and hydrogen peroxide. It does that naturally. That's the way God designed the system to work. So if you find yourself in a situation where you think, oh my gosh, I, I got around people that were sick, what should I do? Well, you can consider rinsing out your nasal passages with a very mild hydrogen peroxide solution. You're just, uh, basically you're amping up the natural defense mechanism that your body has. Okay, so let's say that this, this, this virus particle, even if it's man-made, if, if it gets through that mucosal layer, it's gotta get into the cells now that actually make up that barrier. These are called the epithelial cells and they cover your entire body. Everything that's exposed to the outside has these epithelial cells. It's your skin, it transitions into your mouth, into your esophagus, and all the way down into your lungs through the bronchioles and into the little alveolar sacs that are uh, all on the, uh, in, that make up your lungs. But that's still the outside of you, see? Something's gotta get through that barrier to get inside of you. It also covers your, uh, your gut lining and all the way out the other end. It covers the lining of your eyes. It covers the genitourinary tract. You see, anything that's exposed to the outside world has these natural epithelial cells that are protecting you from infection. So whatever it is that gets through that barrier unless you make the stupid decision to just take a needle and stick it right into your body, it's got to get through the barrier. So how does it do that? Well, the first thing that happens is it has to attach to what's called a cellular receptor. And the second that happens, I mean instantaneously, alarm bells are going to go off all through your immune system. And they say, well, hey, there's something attached to that barrier we better check this thing out. Well, how does it do that? Well, you've got toll-like receptors that are very specialized uh, uh, receptors that are on the epithelial cells, and they can actually alert the cells as to what's on there. And if it's a, a virus that they've dealt with before or genetic material that they've dealt with before, then they stop it right there. It doesn't get inside of you. You also have... Uh, very specialized cells that are kind of like an octopus that actually can reach through small gaps in that epithelial barrier. See, they're made of cells. And so there are very small gaps between those cells. And so that, that dendritic cell can reach through the barrier, grab whatever it is that's still on the outside of you. It hasn't gotten in you yet. They grab it, they take it inside of itself, and they chop it up into all of its various protein parts. So for this particular virus that we're talking about here, the SARS-CoV-2 virus, there are about 29 individual proteins. 
So it chops them up into all those individual proteins and it shows those uh, proteins to other cells that are on the inside of the fence. They're literally guarding that fence. They're like guard dogs. They're all along the inside of that fence. So these dendritic cells are showing the proteins to these cells that have been trained. They have seen stuff come through the fence before. And if they recognize it, they have the ability to actually take out the cell that has that virus particle either on it or in it. They take them out. And the key is they do it in a non-inflammatory way by what's called an apoptotic signal. They basically tell the cell to kill itself. And it does in a non-inflammatory way. And it's replaced with a brand new cell. And this is absolutely amazing, Laura Lynn. This is happening in your body right now to about a million cells per second. And this is because cells get older and they need to be replaced. It's also because uh, some cells become cancerous. And believe me, we all have cancerous cells in our bodies almost all the time. Our bodies are able to recognize those cells and take them out. So it's older cells, it's cancerous cells, and it's also cells that have become infected by this uh, viral genetic material that's gotten inside of them, you see. So that's your natural defense mechanism. That's how God designed it to work, to protect you from getting infected. There's also other cells that are there, and these are amazing cells. They're called natural killer cells. And these work really, really well in children. And what these natural killer cells do is basically they're, they're looking all along that uh, epithelial barrier to see if there's any virus at all. It doesn't matter what it is. It could even be a really, really scary one like Ebola. If they see that, they will do the same thing that that, uh, that uh, cytotoxic T cell can do. They can send a signal to the cell for the cell to kill itself, you see. So what happens is the cell comes apart and into these little apoptotic bodies, sometimes they're called blebs, and then you have other immune cells that come along and just gobble them up and get rid of them. And you never get infected because the virus particle never gets inside of you. So that's how your natural defense mechanisms are supposed to work. So what we should be doing is teaching people how to build up that defense mechanism and keep it nice and strong so that we can protect ourselves from getting infected. Okay, let's say you've lost that protection and you do get infected. I will tell you that you need to not fear a natural infection because they're all treatable. All of these communicable diseases that you hear people talking about. They're all treatable. You know, even the childhood diseases like the measles, the mumps, and the chicken pox. These are not deadly childhood diseases like they used to be years and years ago. And the reason that they're deadly is because we had areas of, of uh, severe poverty, and we also had areas where there was poor sanitation and malnutrition. And all of those factors will 
diminish the body's ability to have a strong immune system. So now that we've cleaned up, you know, uh, the environment, we have fairly, you know, clean water and clean food and good sanitation and, uh, you know, proper nutrition in most people, then we have the ability to treat these diseases by uh, hydration and sometimes, uh, you know, an antibiotic might be necessary uh, in an emergency situation. But again, they're all treatable. So there's no need to fear uh, going through a natural infection. And see, that's, that's the thing, Laura Lynn, they're, they're going to scare people. They're going to say this, this new uh, deadly pathogen, whatever it is, you know, whether they make it in a laboratory or whether it's something that comes out of nature, they're going to say, oh, if you come in contact with this thing, it's going to have a 50% mortality rate or a 60 or maybe even a 70 or an 80% mortality rate, and you're going to die unless you take our injection, you see, to create an antibody on the inside of you. But again, like I said, the antibody is only there to react to the infection, but it's got to be a proper antibody. And the only way you get that is through a natural infection. You see wow. what a catch 22 this is? Yes. So yeah. So yes, antibodies are powerful, but they got to be the right kind of antibody. So what's the danger of making the wrong kind of antibody? And that's exactly what these shots are doing, Larlin. They're creating an antibody that is, that is not proper. It is not uh, what's called an optimal antibody. So I'll, I'll try to keep this as simple as possible, but with these mRNA shots that they're using right now, they're injecting your body with a message to make a protein. Just one part of the uh, viral protein. It's protein. And that's the, that's the part of the virus that's, that gets mutated all of the time. And by the way, it's not, it's not the virus that's mutating itself. The virus doesn't have any intelligence. It's not a living thing. It has no desire to attack you. It can't move on its own. It can't, can't do anything. It's, it's basically uh, genetic material wrapped up in a protein shell. There's no, there's no life there at all. Nothing. And so they're, they're taking this message to make just a small part of that viral shell, the spike protein. And that's the part that our body changes. Our bodies will change that viral protein. The virus isn't doing it itself. So because this thing is constantly changing, and you were talking about this early on in the show, you know, is, is this a variant or is it something that they're actually making in a laboratory? It doesn't matter. It's something different. It is definitely something different. So what they injected into you is going to make a protein that doesn't even exist anymore, you see. So the antibody is not going to work. It absolutely will not work. It will bind to whatever it is that comes through that barrier. It will bind to it for sure, but it does so in a suboptimal way. It does it loosely. And that's a problem because I will tell you that uh, an antibody is basically a protein, just like the spike protein. And in the protein world, shape is everything. Shape is absolutely everything. And so when that 
protein, that antibody protein binds to whatever's on that virus shell, it changes shape. But it does so in a way that the immune system recognizes that shape as uh, a way to allow the virus particle to get into your immune cells. And then instead of those immune cells destroying it, it multiplies it, it makes more of it. And that is called antibody dependent enhancement of infection. It actually makes it easier for people to become infected. And that's exactly why people who keep insisting on getting these stupid booster shots are going to be infected over and over and over again. Do you see why? Because they've made suboptimal antibodies and it's allowing the virus particle to infect them more easily. But not only that, those, uh, those proteins, those, those antibody proteins can ch change shape in another way that kicks off what's called the complement system. And the complement system is the heavy artillery of your immune system. It's only reserved for uh, special situations where uh, your body is having a really, really hard time getting rid of uh, something that's happening, happening locally in one small area of the body, or you're having problems getting rid of a, a chronic infection. So when this happens, the complement system kicks in and it's very, very aggressive. It will go after any cell of the body that's displaying the spike protein or has the spike protein attached, and it does so in an inflammatory way. You see, it's not gentle like those cells that I talked about that guard the fence that gently take out those cells. No, this complement system is not gentle. It will go after those cells in a very aggressive way. There's a lot of inflammation. There's a lot of extra uh, white blood cells that are brought in that causes swelling. When this happens in the heart, it's called myocarditis. When it happens all over the body, it's called multi-inflammatory syndrome. Normal tissues start getting to, to, uh, destroyed, and yes, this is deadly. And people, in fact, have died uh, after repeated booster shots due to this overactivation of your immune system. And it's even happened in children. And that's a very, very sad thing. Very sad thing. So very this sad. idea, this idea of injecting something into your body to make something that's going to protect you needs to go away. The real protection is cellular. It's on the barrier. And we need to teach people how to build that up and be stronger. I'm just going to ask everybody to share this uh, information right now. It's so significant what you're saying. Um, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that they've had a couple of shots. They might be your loved ones, your neighbors. Um, and you, you might want to say, you know what? Just listen to this doctor for 10 minutes. I mean, what, what have you been speaking now? Very short. And listen to what he's saying. Listen to the, the, the truth about the biology and how the immunity system is being compromised. Because I'll never forget talking to people at a hotel that I was at that had all gotten, because they want to know why I was, um, you know, why are you here in this town? And uh, I said, oh, well, we're doing conferences. We have doctors that are speaking about, you know, what's happened since the shots have been given out. And both of these people at the front desk said, we have been so sick ever since we got the shots. So what yeah. they've done is damaged everybody's immunity uh, systems. And 
Well, fortunately, some people are finding that they are going to be able to uh, sue Pfizer. Um, I hope right. the day comes when en masse, this is declared a, a complete debacle and they lose everything. That would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. And you know what? There is a way out of this, Laura Lynn. And the way out is for everyone to stop taking these injections. They just absolutely have to stop doing it. No matter whether it's mandated or not, if it's going to cost you your job, you have to stop taking these shots. And the reason why is you've probably heard of something called herd immunity. That's what needs to be reached. Herd immunity can only be reached when enough of the population has the ability to not get infected. And that protection is cellular and it has nothing to do with antibodies. Okay. So as I mentioned, the part of the virus that continues to change, and it's our bodies that are changing it, the part of that virus that continuously changes is, is the spike protein part of the virus. And that's the part uh, that the virus uses to attach to the epithelial uh, barrier so that it can get inside of your body. So because, because our bodies are continuously changing that, it's giving our bodies a chance now. If everybody will just stop, just stop taking the shot, it's giving our bodies a chance, all of us, to build up natural immunity, natural God-given immunity to the next variant that comes along. And by doing so, if you experience that natural infection, you will build up the immune system so that it can recognize all parts of the virus, all parts of it. And so when the next mutation happens and that comes along and you've experienced a natural infection, like I've talked about, you have the ability now to stop that infection. You can stop it. The cells that guard the barrier will stop the infection from happening. But if you allow yourself to get another booster shot, what are you doing? You're, you're, tar you're targeting you're making antibodies now that are targeting a protein that has been changed. It doesn't even exist anymore. Do you see the danger here? And that's what people have got one, to realize. What one uh, person in the, uh, the feed is saying that, you know, what do they tell their friend who has shot their immune system by taking the shots, but they're basically sick for three weeks, then they're feeling okay for one week and they're sick again. Like what, how do you, yeah. what is your best advice to come back from that? Okay. Well, usually we're talking about what's, what's called long COVID here. And, uh, basically what's happening is your body is continuously making the spike protein. And the reason it's doing that is because, uh, they used what are called pseudo uridines in the message uh, the messenger RNA that was injected into you. Um, let, let me give you a little background on biology. You know, our, our bodies are, are making proteins all of the time, our, our cells. They're basically protein manufacturing plants. And the way they do that is with messenger RNA. It's a natural thing that your body does. Uh, the messenger RNA uh, is... Uh, uh, what's called uh, transcribed uh, inside of the nucleus. 
And then that little string of nucleotides, it's basically like a long string of spaghetti. It comes out of the nucleus and it hooks up to a ribosome. And the ribosome is able to read the code that's on that messenger RNA. And it brings in what are called amino acids. And amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. So that's how proteins are made. And your body is doing this all of the time. So what they've done with this shot is they've put uh, what's called pseudouridines. It's a man-made nucleotide, uh, part of that, uh, you know, that long spaghetti-like string of messages that I just talked about. So they put these pseudouridines in there. And why did they do that? Well, they did that because they want this, uh, this message to last a long time and be used over and over and over again to make as many of these spike proteins as they can possibly make so that those spike proteins uh, will result in antibody production, which they think is a good thing. And you should know by now that that's, that's not necessarily a good thing because they're making the wrong protein. But anyway, the problem is because of these pseudouridines that they've used and people that got these injections and keep insisting on getting these injections, they're continuously making the spike protein. Even when they get over the illness and they start to feel better, their body is still making these spike proteins. The spike protein is attaching to cellular receptors and your immune system will attack those cells and that will make you sick again. Okay. Oh, it's going to happen over and over and over again. So how do you stop that? Well, You've got to stop the spike protein from attaching to those cells. You can do that uh, by taking natural, uh, uh, what do they call them, natural vitamins, or you can also take ivermectin. Ivermectin has been shown to be able to stop the spike protein from attaching to cellular receptors. And it also stops the spike protein from attaching to your red blood cells and making those things clump together and cause the ischemia that I talked about earlier. So ivermectin is one thing that you can do uh, to stop that from happening, stop it from attaching to those cellular uh, receptors. You can also do it by changing your diet. Uh, you can eat foods that are high in what are called polyphenols. And these are usually uh, foods that are very, very colorful, like blueberries. Uh, those are called polyphenols. So all you got to do is go on the internet and say, what foods have the most polyphenols? And start eating more of those types of foods. And they're good yeah. for you. And, uh, and I'm sure you've heard of people taking quercetin, right? Quercetin, yes, quercetin. Is, actually a, it's actually a polyphenol. So it has the ability uh, to kind of tame down the receptors on your cells that are going to accept the spike protein. So that's one thing you can do. You can stop, try to stop the spike protein from attaching to cells. Another thing you can do is uh, try to break down the spike protein. And uh, we found that there are uh, some nutraceuticals that you can get in any health food store uh, that will actually do that. And it's a combination of natokinase, bromelain, and curcumin. And Dr. Peter McCullough is the guy that came up with this uh, protocol. It's called the McCullough Protocol. 
Again, it's a combination of natokinase and bromelain and curcumin. And if you just go to his website, which is just basically drpetermccullough.com, uh, he'll tell you how that uh, how And that he has an iodine, works. an iodine remedy as well that I have a girlfriend yeah. uh, doing that right now. Like she's yeah, just we, all ingested. Mm. Yeah, when we talked about that too, uh, using an iodine even as a nasal rinse. Yes. So yeah, that, that can stop exactly. uh, mm -hmm. something from getting in you. So you People can- People are upset, uh, um, Dr. Stillwagon, they're upset that you can explain it so perfectly and clearly. And yet we have, you know, the, the psychopaths at the top of our organizations, uh, Dr. Uh, Bonnie Henry here in my province, nothing but just putting out the message that everything's safe and effective. Dr. Teresa Tam, yeah. she's the medical, you know, she, she's over everything in Canada and she's, she's corrupt or an idiot. Like, you know, yeah. people are upset because this has cost lives. This is costing family it's, time now. It is. It is. And, you know, they, they will keep saying it's safe and effective. Well, it's definitely effective at making an antibody. You know, anything that you inject into your body that's a foreign material, your body is going to make an antibody. That's effective. But it's not safe. We have found out so many things about this product that are absolutely unsafe. And the most recent one I'm sure you heard about is the, uh, the DNA contamination. How does that DNA get in there? Well, here's, here's the part that's really, really upsetting to me. When they first uh, rolled this shot out, <clears throat> the mRNA that they got to put in the shot, the mRNA was pure. It was made in machines that use the same technology as the PC PCR machine. It basically just makes more of whatever you give it to make. It makes millions and millions of copies of it. And that's how they got the mRNA. And it was pure, pure mRNA. And that's what they injected into the uh, 20,000 people that got the real shot uh, in the trial. So then they get their emergency use authorization. And now they have to make billions and billions of vials of this stuff. Well, you can't make the mRNA with PCR machines. It takes too long. It's too expensive. So what do they do? Well, they put the message to make this mRNA in what's called a DNA plasmid, and then they feed these plasmids to E. coli bacteria. And E. coli bacteria just absolutely love these DNA plasmids. They eat them up and they make more of them. They multiply them by the billions. So that's how they get this stuff made so fast and cheap. But the problem is they're supposed to take the DNA out of there before they put it in the vials that go into billions of arms. They didn't do that. They left those DNA fragments in there. And this is so doggone dangerous because that DNA gets integrated into the genomes of cells. Well, what's the danger of that? Well, when you do that, you give those cells uh, the ability to become cancerous because you've changed their genomic structure. And that's exactly what we're seeing happen. These turbo cancers, they're popping up everywhere. People that were in cancer remission, they seem to be doing fine. They go out yep. and they get one of these shots and then all of a sudden, boom, there's your cancer coming out everywhere. Why My is friend, it happening? It's it because happens. of this DNA. Yep. Her, yeah. her husband and had had a cancer in remission for decades 
And all of a sudden, the yeah. he went, he got his third shot, and the cancer came back. I mean, uh, she was warning him. We were warning him. Cancer came back. Yeah. Oh, like, why would a cancer that's been in remission all this time came back with a vengeance, and he was dead within, you know, within months? Well, Happy. that's one of the reasons why. It's because of the DNA contamination that they allowed to get into these shots. It's it, the DNA contamination in some of the vials that were looked at are almost a hundred times over what the allowable limits are. So, you know, people ask me, well, how, do, how does that DNA actually get into uh, the genomic structure? How does it get into your nucleus? Well, <laughs> they also put in the plasmid a little part of what was the, uh, the SV40 virus, the simian virus 40, not the whole virus, just a little tiny piece of it. And the piece that they put in it was a promoter gene. Well, what's that promoter gene do? Well, it's like a chaperone. It takes those little DNA fragments that are, that are contaminated in the shot and it just chaperones them right into the nucleus of the cell so that they wow. can very easily become integrated into the genome of that cell line. And when that cell line has that DNA contamination, as I mentioned, you have the, the possibility of an explosive cancer. And that's why it's happening in various parts of people's bodies. We're getting glioblastomas that are showing up in people's brains. We're getting kidney cancers. We're getting liver cancers. We're getting bone cancers. We're getting leukemias. You know, I'm not the expert on this, but Dr. William Mackis is. And I'll tell you what, that guy is an absolute powerhouse. And I know you've had him on your show. He's got the receipts, man. He's got the oncology uh, background. He knows exactly what's going on. You know, I'm just a simple country chiropractor that became an airline pilot talking about this stuff. And I appreciate anybody you else bringing him up. Too. Yeah, because he's yeah. been under fire uh, because he's told so much truth. I, I'm surprised he's alive, actually. Uh, he's getting them in a lot of trouble. And he's talking about these turbo cancers um, and, and also the, you know, pilot incapacitations, which I know that you're following oh, and you're yeah. going to talk to us about. But you're absolutely yeah. right. And this SV40, just before we move on, um, this SV40, I know that Dr. Mackis has also um, uh, instructed regarding this. And the, the, some people saying like there was no understandable reason of why they're finding this SV40 in the shots. Like it was not put, it was not put into the list of ingredients for anyone to see. And, you know, right. people found it who were investigating. Then what wow. you're saying is that it's chaperoning. It's helping this mm -hmm. stuff to get in. And, and that might be why they did it, because that's how you kill more people. Well, exactly. And we need to have a formal hearing. We need to take the guys that actually develop this stuff in the lab, get them on the stand, put their hand on the Bible and ask them, why did you put that in there? Let's get an answer. It's in there. Why did you do that? We, we need to get a good answer for that. Yeah. And I we think we're going to see that happen. I think we're going to see that happen. They're going to put Fauci on the stand here this first week uh, coming up in the new year. So is that right? We, eh? Oh, that's fantastic yeah. news. That's yeah. good news. Yeah. Fauci's coming on. We yeah. got to get those clips. <laughs> so yeah. is he being in like, is he being asked questions by, is it um, a Senate yeah. investigation or something? 
That's what I've that's what I've heard. They're going to get him in, in front of a Senate hearing. Oh, and Lord ask God. Some very, some very pointed questions. And so, oh. you know, but we got it. We got to get the guys that actually sat down and made this stuff mm. and asked them, why did you do it this way? Why right. did you put that in there? You know, you know, I mean, listen, people have got to use some common sense. Mm. You know, I said it was M- mRNA that makes the protein. Well, Pfizer and Moderna are two different companies and they used two different mRNA concoctions. They're proprietary. They got patents on this stuff. Mm. And it's not even the same sequence that was supposedly on the original Wuhan virus. So what are these things actually making? They never told us. Wow. They never told us what kind of proteins these are making or what they're going to do to your body. All they said it was effective. What does effective mean? It makes an antibody. Big deal. I could take a bunch of dirt in my backyard and put it in a vial and inject it into somebody and get antibodies. Wow. This whole thing is, it's all crazy, Laura. It really man. is. The whole, the whole thing is absolutely crazy. And, so, and yeah, that's why people are traumatized. That's why, like, like the yeah. entire nation, uh, in Canada especially. You know, in Florida, I have to say, thank God, you had such a good overseer with DeSantis, and he did many things yeah. right. He was he was still, like, like, trying to navigate it all, but he did so many things right. Whereas in Canada, we did everything wrong, and we hurt people. We force people. People lost their jobs, as you literally mm-hmm. had to because some of these uh, yeah. stupid things. And people lost mm-hmm. their jobs. And then th- some people forced to take vaccines, and then they were harmed. They've never been the same. Yeah. And we don't yeah. know if it's coming back or they're going to try this nonsense to us again. And to hear oh, how well. yeah, how sick these these uh, shots are. It's hurting people now, and it you know now our yeah. mentally we have to survive all of this. Let, let me let me go over this again one more time in a little different way. People, you have got to stop injecting this stuff into your body because all of these new diseases that they're coming up with, even the old ones like respiratory syncytial virus and the childhood diseases and influenza, they want to make all of the shots the mRNA technology shots. What's the danger in that? The danger is the proteins that these shots make are biologically active proteins. They are not inert proteins like the proteins that you eat or the proteins that the cells of your body are making all the time that I already talked about. When those proteins are made and they get into your bloodstream, the cells of your body willingly take them in through normal biological processes called clathrin-mediated endocytosis is one example. But these proteins that are coming from these shots are not like that. They are biologically active. They are going to attach to cellular receptors. They are not going to be willingly taken in by your cells. They are going to attach to cellular receptors. And what did I say happens when to your immune system when something attaches to a receptor like that? Your immune system gets on alert immediately. And if it gets really angry, it will kill those cells. It will take them out. That's pathology. 
because it's happening to cells that it should not normally be happening to. That's the danger. People, get over this idea that injecting something into your body is going to make an antibody that's going to protect you. It won't. It will not. It will hurt you. And I've got substacks on that. I've got a rumble channel. You can go to my rumble channel, look up all my videos. It clearly describes the biology behind this and how that works. Thank you for doing a rumble channel on that, everyone. That's Dr. Kevin yeah. Stillwagon for anyone that's just tuned in and he has a rumble channel on this. I'm urging everyone to share, share, share because we wish that this was over. Like I kind of wish we didn't have to talk about vaccines anymore. I kind of wish this was over. In fact, I was just speaking to Toby Carson, my producer this morning, and I said, oh, Toby, you know, like, let's, you know, begin moving past, like, let's, like, hit what's what's really coming at us in 2024. And all of a sudden, I'm like, we have a huge audience right now, uh, Dr. Stillwagon, it's like going over the top yeah. right now, uh, because um, they're still telling our loved ones to get these stupid things. They're still trying to kill people with the vaccines, they and are. it should be over, but it's not done. No, it's not. And, you know, the reason this is happening, and I used to not believe this, but, you know, when I was on tour with you, uh, one of the guys was Mark Friesen, and he talked about yeah. overpopulation and uh, yes. the Club of Rome. This is all real. <laughs> they, these guys are not messing around. They honestly believe that there are too many people on this planet, yeah. and they want to reduce that any way they can. And the easiest way to do it is to convince people to willingly inject something into their body thinking that's going to protect them and it will do exactly the opposite it will kill you not kidding look at the excess mortality numbers we have right now listen there was no pandemic even though this was a man-made viral weapon that was either released on purpose or accidentally. It doesn't matter. There was no excess mortality directly resulting from the release of this bioweapon. There just wasn't. If you look at the numbers, I'm talking the real numbers of people who died from all cause mortality at the end of 2019 compared to the end of 2020. If you factor in the normal growth rate there was no evidence of excess mortality during the release of whatever this was. But there is now. Now we're seeing the excess mortality. The all-cause mortality is going up. Why? Because the shot is killing people. It's plain, pure, and simple. It's right in front of your face, people. Wake up. Wake up. And, and you know, I'm just so appreciative that you're passionate about this because we're saving lives right now, everyone. And just please share this show. Um, I'd like to give you a couple minutes of a German doctor, Stefan Homburg, on how the hospital data shows no statistical outliers during the COVID pandemic. Like this is coming out in all of these countries, some countries even choosing that they're not going to pursue uh, these stupid shots and they're banning them while our progressive yeah. United States and Canada doesn't do this. Let me just give you a couple minutes of the, I think I have to read it, right, JT? Yeah. Do I have to read it? Okay, on screen, go ahead. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe turn the sound down. We have had some very dark
Earth, he says. Let's start with the most important things in five key points, he says. Firstly, hospital occupancy in Germany fell to an all-time low in 2020. You can put it up a little bit. Just for the podcasters, I need to read this. So hospital occupancy, he's saying, Dr. Stillwagen, it fell to an all-time low in 2020, says the German Federal Ministry right. of Health. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Secondly, there were no more severe respiratory illnesses than usual in 2020 and 2021. He's speaking about Germany right now. Corona came, influenza disappeared. Remember that they that we had no we had no uh, yeah. we had no regular flu anymore, says the Robert Koch Institute in Germany. Thirdly, age standardized mortality was not higher in 2020 than usual. So the elderly, I guess, were still passing. Mortality has only increased since 2021 says the Federal Statistical Office. Exactly what you're That's saying. Right. All these deaths across the world. Fourthly, people who died with or from coronavirus were on average 83 years old. I'll never forget showing that statistic in Canada. CTV put it up that uh, the other deceased were 82 years old. CTV puts up this uh, blurb. They take it down within uh, 24 hours because I, I kind of made a little video that went pretty viral that basically, you know, 90% of all the people dying were in the old folks home. Well, they did not want that message getting out as they're right. trying to vaccinate everyone. Go ahead, JT, with this. Um, so this video keeps going. The other deceased were 82 years old. Um, say RKA and the Federal Statistical Office. Fifthly, Sweden, which was free of masks and lockdowns, fared better than Germany. Mm -hmm. Says the WHO. They must have been forced to tell that truth. So normal illnesses and deaths were not due to whatever he said. So in all, the five claims are so unbelievable. And uh, we can maybe play the rest later, but uh, this guy has an eight-minute video that, let me tell you, we will have it in our description so you can watch the whole thing. Germany's coming out with it. Like, you can't hide all of this. We need to get out no. of the WHO, get out of the United Nations. We don't need a global response to the pandemic, which is what they're trying to get. Oh, we need to have a global response so we all do it at the same time because that worked so well the last time you tried this. Yeah, that's what they're going to try to do, Laura Lynn. And uh, the WHO has the power to declare anything as a pandemic. Anything that crosses international borders is technically a pandemic. So... That could be anywhere, anything from uh, a food shortage to, uh, you know, climate change uh, to a, a banking crisis. You see what I mean? And they're going to say, all right, this is a global problem. And we now have one global solution and everybody has to follow the global solution or else. You see, that's where this is going. They want absolute total control of everything and everybody, your money, what you eat, where you go. Where yeah. you travel. And uh, I know that you're, right, that's where this is headed. And 
Uh, I just saw Yuval Noah Harari uh, clip this weekend, and he says basically we're going to be able to shut down all of the airports, and you know people will have to adjust. He said that. Yeah. Yuval Noah Harari, the most evil man probably on the planet. Uh, you know, ironically, he's a Jewish gay atheist of all things. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, like to me, I mean, you know, it just sums it all up. But this guy making predictions that definitely come true. Um, and so yeah. I do have that share J there, JT. Pilot incapacitation just on December 11th. Uh, there was a flight on uh, Cathay Pacific from Hong Kong to Sydney. And the captain felt unwell. They had to turn around and they landed safely. But once again, this is from Dr. William Mackis, who has been, you know, highlighting all of the pilot issues. And you being a pilot, I bet you're following pretty yeah. closely what's happened because many of them are absolutely forced to take the shots. I absolutely am. And, uh, you know, I first started looking at this. JT, I don't know. Do you have the slides? We can go to slide number one. Um, I was originally tasked to look for excess pilot deaths. And uh, let's see, let's go yeah, he's to gonna, he's uh, gonna the first. He's going to move it to number one, yeah. Yeah. There's those empty shelves I talked about. And there's your sustainable goals that the WHO wants people to do. So, you know, when I first started looking at this, uh, there was a slight increase in pilot deaths that occurred in the year 2021 after the shot rolled out. It was only like a 2% jump. But... The data that I get is delayed. In other words, uh, it's, a, it's a monthly uh, publication that I look at from the Airline Pilots Association that, that does keep track of pilot deaths, uh, but they're delayed and not every death is included. For example, the, uh, the latest issue that just came out in December of 2023 had some deaths that occurred all the way back in 2019. And the reason is because for whatever reason, uh, people's families decide not to make the pilot death public until, you know, much, much later down the road. Anyway, now that the data is continually, continuing to come in and I'm filling in the blanks, the missing pieces, we can now clearly see that there was about a 7% jump in pilot deaths in 2021 after the, show, uh, the shot rolled out. Now the next slide is very telling and this is uh, pilot deaths that happen under age 65, which is the normal age of retirement for pilots. And that's where the real jump happened. There was a 40% jump from uh, 2020 to 2021 after that shot rolled out. And it's still above normal. It's not, it's not at that baseline that it was in 2019 and 2020. And then the next slide shows that over time, the actual age of pilots dying uh, decreased in 2021, uh, the year that the shot rolled out. And then the next slide is uh, something that just came out recently. Somebody actually went into all obituaries in the United States, all of them that were, that were published, and just did a word search for the word suddenly or unexpectedly. Look at the jump from 2020 to 2021, the year the shot rolled out. Right. These deaths are sudden or unexpected. And again, I say, until proven otherwise, the reason is this shot. There can be no other explanation. And who knows? I mean, now they're putting they're putting this shot into the regular flu shot. 
I heard yep. in British Columbia here, they're just combining it. They're no longer calling it. So now it, they're hiding it. You don't even know what you're getting. And you can't get, you know, you can't get a write-up on the ingredients anyway. So you're not getting informed consent. All of this is com completely criminal. You said something very, very important, Laura Lynn, and people have got to get this in their brain. You have absolutely no idea what is in that syringe before they push that plunger. Unless you do mass spectrogram analysis and analytical chromatography and uh, a nucleotide sequence search to see what's in there, you have absolutely no idea what's in there. Why would you do this to yourself? Why would you do that? <laughs> Just doesn't make any sense. 100%. But well, thank you very much, um, Dr. Stillwagon. We hope, let's have you on again. I know that uh, okay. you know, you're know you busy down there in Florida enjoying all that sunshine, but we love having you on. What's that? Yeah, yeah, he's out boating or whatever. But um, <laughs> you, you know what you're doing is you're saving lives. You're keeping very invested in humanity, and I appreciate that. I know you paid a, a high price, actually, for this. Yeah. And anyone that we have on here usually has paid a high price because in order yeah. to, to be here, I only want people that are willing to tell the truth and have crossed the precipice of not needing people's approval. I bet you paid a price, hey? Like, has this been costly personally? Because I'm trying to encourage my audience, we actually have to get to that place where we're not afraid of people um, having their approval. We have to get to the place where it's the truth and nothing but the truth. Right, right. And the people that have elected to no longer get these shots, those are the heroes. Those yeah. are the true heroes, yeah, because that, that takes, some, takes some courage to step out and go against the narrative and say, and no, to keep I'm speaking not. about it, to share, yeah. to share videos yeah. like this, to save lives. You, you know, yeah. you kind of have to begin going, well, come hell or high water. I'm sharing this again with you. Cause I know you got your third shot bo booked or you got your fifth shot booked now, you know, sixth, seventh, you're getting your flu shots. Listen, I don't think you should because that, 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 and yeah. uh, you're, this is a good show to share with people so that they can have some semblance of truth. Thank you, Dr. Stillwagon. Please go out and enjoy that beautiful sunshine. It's it's actually not bad here in British Columbia. I think it's like probably about five, six, seven degrees so, uh, Celsius. <laughs> it's cold, but, uh, but yeah. it was sunny today, so I liked it a lot. If it's well, sunny, that's good because, you know, yeah, you need, you need that vitamin D. That's one of the things that you absolutely need to yeah. keep that epithelial barrier nice and strong that I talked about. So if you can't get it through the sun, sunshine, then get yes. it through food supplements or however you can get it. But it's that's so important. important. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We'll see you again. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. My, my pleasure. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Oh, isn't that wonderful? He is a very, very good man. And you know, um, I, I do I don't say that lightly when you talk about how, you know, he, he was so strong not wearing a mask that he he faced consequences at his work being a pilot. And I just thank God for the men and the women who have paid a very high price so that we can speak very honestly about this. This is what we do here. My website is laurelin.tv. I want to thank everybody who supported us over this new year's, who supported us this last year in 2023. Do you know why we're sitting here? Is because people like you go, wow, this is important that this happens. And the only way to get into this seat is to be past the need for public approval. 
I have lost friends. I have lost family. I have lost um, jobs, okay, because of coming against the woke agenda. And that's what it's taken me to get here. A lot of us were still afraid, and I'm very sad. I'm sad that more churches haven't come on board. I'm sad that more people aren't speaking the truth. And we're, we're under fire, everyone. In this next year, potentially, there could come about certain bills made by passed by our parliament that will make it almost impossible to do what I'm doing right now. So we're going to find a way to keep doing it, even if, you know, if we have to, like, send the show off to Sweden and come in a back door. We're going to, we're, we're never giving up. We will not stop getting good information out. But you can bet that Trudeau wants us shut down. You can bet that people do not want us speaking the truth. So thank you very much. If you're able to support us, go to our website, laurelin.tv. Easy ways, donate button, e-transfer, anything that can help. I'm pretty excited today because... Um, Embattled Harvard President Claudine Gay has resigned today uh, after additional six examples of plagiarism were discovered. <laughs> Take a look. This just into the newsroom, a Fox News alert. The Harvard Crimson, a student-run newspaper out of Harvard, is now reporting that their president, embattled President Claudine Gay, is set to resign imminently, reporting she's planning to do so this afternoon. She's been in the position just six months. She's now facing lasting criticism of, about her inability, alleged inability, to manage anti-Semitism across the campus and protect Jewish students. Uh, she's also facing nearly 50 accusations of distinct incidents of plagiarism in her publications, her academic publications, all this coming to a head. It looks like this afternoon, Harvard Crimson and the Boston Globe are now reporting that she is going to step aside and announce her resignation imminently. You know, I will not forget that questioning of these three presidents of prominent universities. MIT was another one and whatever. Penn. Penn, Penn University. She stepped down. And Penn has stepped down. Now Harvard. Now Harvard. And now we wait on MIT. And we wait on MIT. So here's the thing. If you cannot answer a simple question, like the fact that these, these young people, maybe old people too, are able to be on the campus and have anti-Semitic slurs calling for the death of Jews and Antifada, where Jews, young people are not safe on the campus, and you cannot answer that that is against your your university's policy to make all people safe? I thought we were in an anti-bullying world, you know? I thought that anti-bullying became so, um, so you know, popular, like you don't bully a bunch of bullies. And frankly, for most people, bullying is not agreeing with them because that's what I faced. I simply don't agree. I have never threatened the life or the well-being or the physical security of one person on this planet, rarely my husband, once in a while, like I, I say stuff, right? But uh, then I get over it, we're fine, yeah, and we, we've made up, you know, but I don't threaten the physical security of anybody. How, how in this anti-bullying world, in this woke world of, oh, you don't hurt anybody, oh, but apparently if it's Jewish people, if, it, if, if, if it's young Jewish students, they are threatened, 
They've, they've had to hold press conferences. They're telling the truth. They're saying they, they have been so courageous to come out and say, we're actually not safe here. And she was unable to do that. And not only that, as you begin to look into this corrupt person who I guess Obama couldn't save her butt, eh? Oh, Obama, not as powerful as you thought. Can't even save one of your friend's positions. You're a nothing burger and you will continue to get to be a nothing burger, Obama, because, um, hey, you can't even make Biden get off the hot seat, right? He just keeps telling people that he's running to be the president in 2024 when everybody knows he needs to be put in an old folks home, okay? Like he needs some real meds. And in fact, he's on a lot of medication because he needs it to have an upper to, to get going in the day, right? That's, that's Biden and his corrupt Biden, Bidenomics and his son, right? His son just, just absolutely, this is the most corrupt family of all times. And Obama couldn't save what's going on now. Do you know why it's going so bad everywhere? Because these people hate good principles. They hate Jews. They hate anything Trump ever did. And because of that, they cannot see straight. So they, they can't bring themselves to be in, in any sort of possible alignment with something that he did. Bring peace to the Middle East. Trump signs the, the peace accords. Oh no, well, we don't want to have any of that. Let's like just cause next to the, you know, world war. Absolutely. Absolutely incredible. Now, take a look at exiled Hamas leader Saleh al-Aruri. He was just killed in a drone strike in Lebanon today. Uh, here you can see him on the left celebrating the October 7th attacks on Israel. And um, this guy, who is thrilled. That's him there in front center. This guy. That's him now. These guys came into Israel. They raped, murdered, and tortured people in an unprecedented manner that I haven't heard of it in my life that you would treat people like this. Cutting off little children's limbs, um, their fingers, before killing them, putting a baby in the oven, raping men and women. It, it's absolutely disgusting and sick. I'm not certain how there's ever going to be any two-state solution ever. How can you ever let these hideous monster psychopaths, these degenerate, sick, demonic, satanized, horrible Hezbollah and Hamas, they're terrorist organizations that are there to kill people. And now Hezbollah is getting all into it through Lebanon. This is a big war. Now people want a ceasefire. I understand that. We, we hate to see killing, especially in our kind of worlds. But let me tell you, the day you have a ceasefire is the day they regroup and they prepare for their next attack. They still have the hostages. This is a disaster for them. You don't do this to humanity. You don't do this to, to innocent people. 
and expect that there will not be retaliation. And I know people are, are, are calling for a, a ceasefire. And it's a, it's a very difficult situation. But these many of these people in Gaza placing themselves in harm's way because they do believe that they will get a martyr's crown if they die. So they're not as concerned about it because they've been indoctrinated into thinking, if you die for this cause, if you die for Allah, if you die, if you, die you know, defending psychopaths, apparently, then there's some sort of reward for you for that. See, this is, this is where uh, Islam and uh, Christianity are far different. Like we, we, we know Jesus died for us. Muhammad calls sometimes for the jihad, the, the death of you as his followers to die. Now, it doesn't mean that as Christians, we're not called on sometimes to lay our lives down because of what we believe in. But we are not ever called to hurt innocent people and go on an attack now, if you have to defend yourself, I, I look at it this way and I was trying to describe it to somebody, but you know, if I have a little neighborhood house, so that's my house, uh, I don't think you can see it, okay, but you got a house and then a block away, you've got the, the Crips and the Bloods, all right? And they have threatened that they are going to destroy your family. There's no ceasefire. There's no stopping. If it's like you or us, it's going to have to be you for as hard as we can fight. If you're going to come against my family, it's going to have to be you. And Hamas openly declaring nonstop that they will kill every Jew on the planet. And you know what? If they'll kill them, they will kill the atheists. They will kill the Christians. They will kill anyone who is not submitted to the religion of Islam. Those are the radicals. And it's very sad to see. And, and, and we've played some clips of people that are literally in Canada right now. And the people in Canada right now also are a bit confused about what, what the truth is. Because it's hard to get it, isn't it? It's hard to get the truth. So we try to do that here. Now, <clears throat> um, Dan Bongino and Tucker with uh, were speaking about Yuval Harari. And so I want to talk about how, um, what, what Yuval said on that show. The irony of the COVID crisis is these globalists out there, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset crowd, these IMFers, Bo Lee, they love this totalitarian model. They, they adore it. And there's this guy, Yuval Harari, I know you know him, 60 Minutes loves him, all the big globalists love him, the Obamas probably love him too. He really nailed it with this soundbite about COVID, how what they were allowed to get away with is such a perfect vehicle for their new little authoritarian future. Here, check this out. It's not an extremely deadly virus. It's not the Black Death. And look what it's doing to the world. So now just try to think what will be the implications of a much bigger uh, problem like climate change. Also, conceptually, it shows that um, and here I completely agree with you, Ratgo, that it shows you that you can change things on a massive scale. That, um, and again, you can stop all flights. 
you can lock down entire countries. You can actually do that. And uh, life goes on in some way. And this, I would say, may make us more open to radical ideas about how to deal also with climate change. <laughs> so now, since they've learned so much on how they can control us and all the sheep just do whatever the authorities tell them, because we've literally failed to stand up to them, they're now looking at ways that, oh, oh, because of climate, you know, because the cows are fluffing, you know, because you're breathing, you're breathing and the climate is being destroyed through that. Now we're going to have to start, you know, narrowing in. And uh, hopefully by tomorrow, I'll have more clips from you, incredible clips on this same dude, basically saying they're going to be able to just shut down all travel. That's what's coming. And that's what, that's what worries me about this next little season here is that they don't have good intentions. And as much as we are living the abundant life, and let me tell you, I, I cannot be more excited about what God is about to do. I really am. But I think it's, I think that my security comes from knowing that my hope is in him and that we're going to survive all of this crazy nonsense. But I'm asking you to do something for 2024. I'm asking you to get mentally strong. I'm asking you to fortify your soul into what is truth and not what is satanic. And by the way, we got a big problem with people like Taylor Swift. Like Satanism is on the rise and they're pushing it on our children. Do not go to any of her concerts. Don't support her. Don't buy her music. Don't let your kids listen to this chick. Listen to this. Have a look at Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift is finally showing you guys who she truly is and you're still not paying attention, huh? She literally called herself a witch in this tweet. Billboard chart says this is a song for all the lonely witches. Y'all think they're just putting on an artistic act? This woman was on tour going state to state doing live rituals on stage and nobody's paying attention to it, huh? You're that brainwashed. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a serpent behind her. Y'all waking up yet? Last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch. In that video, she was acting like she was in hell. So yeah, last week's sweetheart has turned to this week's witch in hell. But are you catching on yet? So a witch in front of a serpent. Let's go deeper, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it interesting that Taylor Swift looks exactly like Zena LaVey? Who is Zena LaVey, you might ask? She's Anton LaVey's daughter. Anton LaVey was the founder of the Satanic Church. And his daughter, Zena LaVey, was a high priestess for Satan. Safe to say she was a witch. Oh, how the resemblance is remarkable. So America's Sweetheart blew up being America's Sweetheart. 
but now she's trying to make it cool to be a witch. Hmm, why is that? Well, I said it before, you do not get this big without certain contracts being signed. They got her right where they wanted her just so they can turn her around so she can manipulate the youth. The kids love Taylor Swift. But instead of being a great role model that she built her fan base off of, now she wants to be a witch. Y'all see the switch? And this isn't something new. Billie Eilish with children. Building a fan base with children. Then all of a sudden she made a song called All the Good Girls Go to Hell. Now this is your Billie. Now this is your Billie. And all the brainwash would call it artistic. Little Nas X built a fan base off of children. They blew this man up out of nowhere. Then what happened? Out of nowhere, he switched. Next thing we know, he's sliding from heaven into hell. Even gave him his own satanic shoe. They had 666 on him. Also, Luke 1018, the verse in the Bible where Satan fell like lightning. So do you guys see the comparison? Do you guys see the pattern? Do you guys see who they're after? They're after the youth. Because if they can control the youth, they can control the future. Y'all might have thought she was America's sweetheart. But my Bible says even Satan himself masquerades like an angel of light. Stop listening to these artists and stop letting your children listen to these artists. Little do you know you are allowing demonic spirits to come into your household. Because when you play that nonsense, you are coming into agreement with that nonsense. Your eyes and your ears are portals. What you let into them is what you're coming into agreement with. 2024, let's be smarter. Let's be more wise. If it's not glorifying God, cut it off. God bless you. If it's not glorifying God, cut it off. And you know, uh, we are coming into a season where the fulfillment in Revelations, uh, you know, that my my dad um, and his Bible, I'm so blessed. I found a picture when I was six years old of my, my dad and my family with this Bible. I don't know if I sent that to you. Did I send it? Okay, I got to get that. But basically, oh, uh, basically, um, all in Revelations uh, 6 and Revelations 13 even, we're talking about what is about to unfold on this planet as we head into the last days. And that includes like things like the mark of the beast, right? Um, it, it says, my dad had underlined in Revelations 12, 12, therefore rejoice ye heavens and you that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knows that he has but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, the, he persecuted the woman, which brought forth the man-child. So when, when we're talking about Mark of the Beast stuff, and I think that you had um, a little bit, you can, you, can, uh, you can turn it kind of down because I just want to, I found this video, and, and I appreciate that everyone is starting to have a little bit more of a spiritual focus because guess what? We didn't see all this coming. And, and this is going to be a kick. This is really going to be a kick what we're about to face here because prophetic words are about to come true. The prophecies of old, the, the, the times where we didn't know what was going to happen. And I mean, the peace in Israel actually was nice, but it ain't going to be peaceful in the end. Armageddon, I told you about Ezekiel 38 and 39. How many of you read that this weekend? Did you get a chance? I'll, I'll give it to you again. Ezekiel 38 and 39. Look at what happens in the very last days. This is like pretty much 
the biggest fight of your lives. Many biblical people feel that we will literally uh, be, you know, this will be a rapture, which the word rapture is not actually in the Bible, but, you know, that we will be gone in the twinkling of an eye. If we're ever, you know, a whole bunch of us are all gone, don't worry. Aliens never got us. We're just with the Lord and we're going to be ruling and reigning with him. And we're going to have an opportunity to come back and all of that. So I, I tell you right now, this is a time to prepare yourself for what's about to come. But, you know, we can prepare physically. We, we always tell you, make sure you've got some good food and water on hand for a bad day when they do something crazy they shut off the internet have a plan for your family on how to get around we've just seen this movie it's basically telling us what they're planning uh we've seen Yuval Noah Harari telling us that they are going to uh you know shut down airports for travel pretty soon we've seen the WHO saying that there's going to be new viruses oh these ones will be bad you know because I guess they're they're little you know fake run at it wasn't very successful as we've heard from people in Germany and whatnot. So preparing ourselves for what is about to happen mentally and how do I do that? Well, I understand a few things that, that God, uh, he's got their number and that God is in full control. Now, when we talk about Satan and you know, I don't know, I want to share something with you that I have kind of been investigating. And so if you've got my share there, uh, JT, have you ever wondered where Satan lives? Uh, this is interesting. The Bible kind of says where Satan has his throne and tells us. Do you want to follow along with something just fascinating? Revelations 2, 12 and 13. To the church in Pergamum. And I'll tell you where that is in just a moment. So this place that he's writing to is in Pergamum. And it says in verse 12, to the angel of the church in Pergamum, write, these are the words of him who has the sharp double-edged sword. I know where you live, where Satan has his throne, yet you remain true to my name. You did not renounce your faith in me, not even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness who was put to death in your city, where Satan lives. Do you want to know? What the heck? What, what city is that where Satan lives? All right. Check this out. Well, where's Pergamum? I never heard of this place. I asked chat GPT. And you can look it up. You can look it up on your Google if you want. But I've, I've moved to chat GPT. Try to find out things there. Okay. Where's Pergamum? Pergamum, also known as Pergamon, was an ancient Greek city located in the region of Asia Minor, which is now modern-day Turkey. It was an important center of cultural learning and power during its time. Modern-day Turkey. So do you think, and if you could just pull the uh, this off, JT, while I just get to my next... Uh, slide here. So um, let me show you some other things. Have, have you heard of CERN? So CERN is in Switzerland, okay? And um, so, okay, I want to just show this. So now uh, share this tab instead. So where was Antipas killed? We did a, a search in Pergamon, Turkey. 
So you can find out that in truth, what the Bible says, it's all, it's all there, that in, um, it looks like he was martyred in about 92 AD. Antipas was appointed Bishop of Pergamon by John, and then he was martyred in 92 AD. Okay. All right. So we've got that. Now, um, what do we have here? So I wanted to, I asked, you know, where is CERN in uh, relation to Turkey? Because have you heard about uh, CERN? So CERN is, um, CERN's Large Hadron Collider is looking for dark photons. Have you heard about CERN? CERN is this place. Have you seen this place? And people are talking about it being a portal to hell. I don't know. But there's some sort of portal there. All right. I'm not given to things like this. I kind of go, well, I'm waiting to see. So I looked up a little bit more. Um, so this is what the writer is saying here. Now, this, this is December 31, 2023. Okay. I started really, I went kind of crazy looking at this two nights ago. <laughs> um, and I sent it to a bunch of people. So right at the end of 2023, the Large Hadron Collider may soon uncover the secrets of dark photons, should we be scared? Well, it says no. Back in the summer of 2022, TikTok lost its mind over news that the Large Hadron Collider, the particle collider run by the European Organization for Nuclear Research, which is CERN, at a giant installation on the border between Switzerland and France, was about to be switched back on after a spate of ho-hum findings led to it being offline. The concern at the time was that resuming particle collisions was going to manifest various sci-fi apocalypse scenarios. You know, summon Stranger Things-style creatures or annihilate the universe, that sort of thing. None of this was ever going to happen, but perhaps one could call the sudden spike in interest a win for science in any case. Well, according to a December 27th statement from CERN, some of the LHC findings from this latest run of experiments are, are ready for public consumption, and they concern flashlight under chin voice, dark photons. So what has CERN been up to since 2022, and what does it have to do with dark photons? Well, I'm going to put this, if we can, JT, into the description here so you can read a little bit more about this. Now, this is a secular... Uh, publication. This is a publication that doesn't want, you know, it's not going to go on and on about things that you should be concerned about, about what CERN is doing. Not, I mean, you know, just forget about it. No worries. Nothing to see here. Okay. So, um, let me see. I want to, so I asked it. So if, if Satan's throne, the Bible's saying where this guy died, right? Where Antipas died, that's where Satan lives, where his throne is. It says it two times. So you might be willing to kind of go, well, you know, maybe this is just uh, a whatever. Well, take a look at this. So Turkey is about 900 miles away from Switzerland. That's not far. It's a day's trip by car. You can, you can push it and, uh, you know, you can get there in a day. It's not far at all. So Turkey becomes an associate member of the state of CERN. This happened in 2015. Turkey. I want us to keep an eye on Turkey. Have any of you had 
some premonitions about this. I'll tell you what, um, I was out with a, a lady on Friday and she is very prophetic. Now, one of the interesting things, and, and, and she's known, she's, she loves the Lord. Uh, she just has a real gift of seeing. She's a seer. And she's very prophetic. She travels with people that are well-known in Canada. She's not a fly-by-night. She's not some lady sitting, you know, looking at crystals saying, I'm a seer. And I, you know, she's a woman of God who sees things. Very curious thing. So as we're there, it was our first meeting out. Uh, you know, we've met before, but we said, let's get together. So we meet there and she looks over and she says, so I don't know a lot about you. Um, you've got some sort of podcast or so she goes, are you really kicking the devil in the teeth? And I, I said, I believe I am. I believe I am. She says, I'm sorry. I don't know more about you. Um, but she says there is a very large creature and she was sitting. So it's off to her, right? A very large creature here. And, uh, he's very demonic. And he says, I want to kill her, speaking of me. And she says, I'm not saying this to scare you, but she says, what are you doing? What, what is happening in your life? Like, what, what are you exposing? So I said, well, here's a list, you know. And she just sat back and she said, hmm, you also have a huge accompaniment of angels. Now I've been told that several times about the angels that are with me. So I'm good. <laughs> so don't worry. But if you would pray, that'd be nice. Pray for covering and protection over me, my family, my husband, because we do get kickback. We do get retribution against us spiritually and, and by dark forces. And so I believe Satan is alive and well. I don't know if you remember that book that came out a few years ago, like Satan is alive and well on planet earth. Well, he still is. And our hope now is that we would find a way to get onto the right place so that we, so that we are in the right frame of mind to, to be ready for what is about to happen. Because my concern is that the challenge will not necessarily be so physical as it will be a mental challenge that we're about to face. So I wrote about this on my Facebook page, uh, which is not pulling up here. I'll just take a moment that I think that they're going to try to scare us. We've got Yuval Noah Harari and all of these crazies. Oh, here it is, JT. I might be able to show this. So I put up, oh, thanks, y'all. 225 lights. Thank you. So check this out, everybody. This is, this is me when I was a little girl. All right. And this is... My mom, we were in Africa at the time of this picture being taken. I remember how the room looked and everything. Interesting. Um, so there's my mom. She's got a, a sort of an African dress. There's my dad sitting there. Look what he's got. He's got that Bible that I love so much. That Bible right there. This Bible on his lap, it's got, you can see it has the, um, you know, the things on the side. Look, it looks in a lot better shape, dad. The, the, the pages look white and all of that, but this is, this is the reason that I do what I do is because we're going to need the word of God. So one of the things that I, I, uh, put out there, um, on 2024 and what we need to know for 2024, let me see if I can just get there real fast. But what we need to survive this is we need to know that God is in charge. And here it is. 
All right, if we can put that there, JT, we got that. Laurel and Tyler Thompson, here's everything you need to know in 2024. Stay strong. They will try to scare us. Laugh in their face, okay? We have got to find our joy in the middle of this, and let me tell you why. Because Psalms 37, 13 to 22, let's read that. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The enemy is aware that his time is short, so he's going to increase his unnecessary nonsense. And we don't need to be afraid of that because we know God shows up. God shows up in power at the end of days. Read Ezekiel 38 and 39. Read about how it all goes down. It starts out bad, but God shows up in the middle of it. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose ways are upright, but their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Who's not righteous? These dudes right here. That's who's not righteous. I am very happy that, uh, that, that Fauci is going to be on the stand coming up in January. I think those are going to be some great clips. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to know that 2024 is going to be an epic hour where God will be with us. He's going to be with us to, to stand with us in, in the fearful things, and they're going to throw some things at us. But in the last days, the people who know their God, according to Daniel 11, will be strong and do great exploits. So I don't like that demons uh, have a problem with me. I don't like that. I don't, you know, I don't want to take on a, a devil who's uh, smarter than me, stronger than me. But guess what I've got? Backup. And that's what you've got. You've got backup. When we are walking in God's power, we've got his backup. So we don't need to be afraid. So they're going to send out another word about uh, more viruses coming. Guess what the word of God says? Psalms 91. This is a pretty easy one. It says that that, that, you know, that virus and, and that plague, it's going to go to their tent, not to ours. And another thing, JT and I were talking about this, and I don't know if you have that bunker stuff available yet, JT, but... You know, all of these globalists, like trying to destroy the world, they really do want, they would love nothing more than just a huge war that kills billions of people so they can get everything back down. You know, sad for them if it kills all the scientists so they don't even have electricity anymore. But here's what these guys are doing. Have you seen how uh, uh, Facebook's Zuckerberg, he's building a big bunker house in Hawaii is what I heard. And JT said that he found this website where these bunker places are, you know, they're, they're telling all the elites how you can get bunker houses. Well, I can't exactly afford a bunker house. You know, I might have to go to a basement maybe, but I, I don't know exactly how to build a bunker to, to, you know, preserve myself and, and make myself safe from them. But I have something better. I have God's angels. And when you look at Psalms 91, the angels of God say that they will be with us. So in 2024, do not be afraid. God laughs in the heavens at their schemes, their plans. It says it over and over all through Psalms. If you Google God laughs in the heavens, God laughs at evil, something like that, it's all going to come up, all those verses. We do not need to be afraid. We just need to stand strong. I am going to have the time of my life. I am going to enjoy because... Guess what? This, uh, this president 
of the university at Harvard. Her sins found her out. The sins that are done in secret will be found out. Woke agendas will be broken. And total chaos, we have an election year coming. People are saying potentially there's going to be unrest in the United States like we have never seen it. There is going to be potential of, you know, having a civil war. Because when, when the right loses, we get mad. We might say, hey, there's been a problem here. Or, you know, we, we don't know if the results are true. Uh, and we have a problem. But you know what? We go about our lives. We don't kill people or harm or maim them. When the other side loses, they're out of their ever-loving minds because they cannot fathom. Something's wrong with them. Like, like some sort of like sickness where they can't understand that people, we just don't agree with you. We don't accept your position on things. We just don't accept it. So we go on living our lives. They don't want us to just not accept. They want celebration of their perspective. They want celebration of critical race theory. They want celebration of teaching people to hate their life and their country. They want celebration of the LGBTQ woke agenda. They want us all to be on board with them or what? Or they will burn it down. It's going to be a pro it's going to be a war. It's going to be a problem. So we don't accept it. My website for this year where you can find all my shows even if I'm not on this platform is lauralyn.tv. Um I want to say how very grateful I am that you supported us through this last year. I want you to know it means everything. And uh, for, for those of you who even kind of like, because we give income tax receipts, we know that some people donate because they get an income tax receipt, you know, and, and you gave well, you know, in, in December, especially, you know, the last few days, that's really helpful so that we can do what we need to do. And in fact, please, I'm, I'm going to put this before you. There's an opportunity to go on Daystar Canada for a half hour. Do you think this kind of show brought down to a half hour would be good to get on television? Do you think that God would be able to help us to do that? Because that's going to be an increase in finances. And, you know, that's a bit of a stretch right now. Do you think that you'd want to support something like that, where we have a, a television aspect, a half hour a day of this kind of programming, telling the truth on Daystar so that everyone can see it, not being shadow banned. All right. It's on a channel that people can watch. So it gets into the homes of people that are not, you know, necessarily getting their content from the internet. Would you believe with us for that? I just, and I'm so thankful, you know, to some of you who have already, you know, January 1st, um, you made a donation so that you knew you're, you're with us on January 1st, not just the end of the year, but you're with us now. I appreciate every one of you. Thank you. Because of what God has gifted us with, because we have a charitable organization, we are able to, to talk to culture, to speak in the marketplace about the power of Jesus Christ. So please go to our website, push on the donate button. And if you're able to help us to move forward, please do. You can also send an e-transfer to Laura Lynn Live at um, protonmail.com. And uh, we also have snail mail. And that's box 48184, New Westminster, BCV3M0A7. Please write that down. Take a moment. Just have a look at that. 
And uh, I want to leave you with this scripture in Psalms 106. This is actually a, a very long chapter, Psalms um, 106. 107 is pretty long too. But it says, um, where do I start? All right. It talks about God. He saved them from the hand of the foe. I'm going to start in verse 10. From the hand of the enemy, he redeemed them. The waters covered their adversaries. Not one of them survived. They're speaking about the um, when the Israel Israelites were taken out of Egypt, a powerful enemy. Egypt always represented um, those that did not know the Jewish God those who did not honor the Jewish God and they oppressed them. But these words of what God does is true for today. Listen to this. The waters covered their adversaries. No one of them survived. Can you see the day when maybe none of our enemies survive? Can you see that day where, where the people that are doing grave injustice at this hour will be held to account. I can, and I am very excited about it. I think their day is coming. Before that day comes, we might have to go through some mental assaults and gymnastics because of what they lie about and say to us. But I think God is on the throne and he's with us. Then they believed his promises and sang his praise. I want to circle this because this is very important. What do you believe? Do you have the kind of faith that I'm speaking of today? Or do you want to exercise that faith, faith muscle? Because what happens is that we can know the promises of God. We can hear them. You can hear someone else talking about it, be it me or your pastor or somebody that you watch online and you try to get that faith. But will you believe his promises? If you dare to believe his promises, he will come through for you. The word of God says, according to your faith, be it so to you. So if our faith is small, if we just, if we just can't, you know, we're always running scared and, and we just don't know if God's going to, you know, really be there. And we don't know how we're going to get through this crisis we're having with our finances or some of our, you know, personal relationships. Things are going on and wrong and they're hard. They're hard. Days are hard. You know, when you're escaping an evil land, it's a hard time. But they believed his promises because what has God promised us? He's promised us that he will never leave us or forsake us. God promises you that he will be your peace in a time of storm. He promises that he will hide you under the shadow of the Almighty and that his angels will encompass you during a time of war, personal spiritual war in your life. God promises that he will spare your life. Do you know what? The devil is not in charge of when your life ends. God is. His plan is perfect. So you can trust that. Therefore, if you trust that, you know that whatever it is, you don't have to worry because worrying does not help. Worrying doesn't do a single thing. But if you believe his promises and get this, you sang his praise. They sang his praises. Are you willing to sing? Put on that worship music. 
Do battle with the enemy, everyone. 2024, it's going to be spectacular. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing. But for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.